it's the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together now, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together, coming together, the root of all sex, y'all. Hey, coming together now, coming together. Today we have a guest with us, y'all. We are talking to Mr. Kai tonight. And how you doing, Mr. Kai? I'm doing great. It's been a long time since I've seen you, and it's going to be a great conversation tonight. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, Welcome, it, it, Kai. It's definitely been a long time. It's always nice to, you know, talk to and see familiar faces. So, yes, thank you so much. And tonight's topic is sexuality, but we're gonna start off with a friend when she, you know, as she does the what's mm -hmm. what's been going on, the recent, the current events. Current events. But before so, we do current events, I want to do a icebreaker game with Kai. Okay. Normally, do our icebreakers with our guests, and it's just a game of would you rather, Kai. So, and for you too, Jazz, you're going to answer too. Would you, would you rather for the rest of your life have sex only in the morning or only at night? Definitely at night. Because that's when the freaks come out. <laughs> I would say yeah. only in the morning for me. I'm a morning. For the rest of your life? For the rest of your life. Actually, at night, you can go right up into morning. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But at night, for me, I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep at night. I'm like tired. It's been a long day. And in the morning, I mean, that's when I'm more refreshed and I'm really ready in the morning. If I had the real truth, I would say the morning because then it'll get my day going. Mm -hmm. If it, if it's if it's good sex, if it's rough, then I might start a fucked up day. <laughs> yeah, I might want it at night. Yeah. <laughs> Get that fucked up second and be mad at everybody. <laughs> Most Why are you so heavy? Right. <laughs> Attitude be off the chain. Right. Yeah. The next question is, would you rather be restrained or restrain your partner? Definitely restrain my partner. Oh, I like yeah. to be restrained. I don't know what you I think I'd rather... I prefer the control. I would rather See, restrain my partner, yeah. I prefer the person to be in control. There's like more of a turn on like, yes! Uh, Do I'd that. rather be in control. <laughs> you rather be in control. Yeah, you rather be in control. <laughs> you selfish and in control. <laughs> Don't 
tell all my business to Kyle at the beginning of the episode. Lord, uh, warm it up. Um, <laughs> like, ain't nobody heard he, the previous he <laughs> He's been listening. <laughs> so the next one, would you rather be in an MMF or a MMF threesome or a FFM threesome, which would be two females, a male, or two males and a female? None of them is a female in it. <laughs> or or something else. I, I should have thought about that one. Huh? Huh? I should have thought about that. Or something else. It would be the third something option. Else. Uh-huh. Something else. <laughs> I should have uh, thought about that one. Yeah. Mm, he got you on that. Right? Um, you know, you know my answer. You rather the MMF with two males in yourself. Yeah, because I ain't with that shit. I ain't even with that shit, but I mean, if I had a choice. So you wouldn't do it? If if you had two men who would be it. willing to, to participate, you wouldn't yeah. do it? I do, yeah. Mm. The opportunity just ain't fully knocked my way, so. Right. Well, maybe after this, they might be knocking. You might have Here to you go! Here <laughs> you go! Every single plan. Cash, you be trying to get me to get everybody. Don't be telling all them to come to me. I would rather, I would rather the FFM. I would rather. Why? Why? Because I get the best of both. Something different. Right. Oh, maybe I need to. Something different. Right. Oh, maybe I need to. Female and a male. Maybe I need to. If you're an oral person, who better than another female to know what to do? I, mean, I try to tell God. her. That's what she be telling me. That's what I try to tell her. She don't listen. Cause the human vibrator got it tight. I mean, yes. If you find the right guy who can, then that's a good experience. Like, yeah, but they they've got to be skilled but, at it though. But like, they, they few practice. and far between. They few and far between. Now y'all sound like friend and my niece. Oh god. I mean, cause like in my in, our, in my world. We already know because we've been doing it forever. But when they do it, when they can't, it's like really. What, how do you not know how to do this? Right. Yeah. Right. Because no woman probably has told them that it's not good. Women probably just fake it and let them keep doing it, so they think they're doing something right. I can see that. Yeah. And my last yeah. one is if that you is. could have a sexual superpower, what would it be? Oh. Um, there's too many options for that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's way too many options for that one. Um, probably uh, more insight on what the partner wants. Mm. Like, a, like a telekinesis type thing. Or, right. I was, where I know I, what they want before they want it. Ah, okay. Mm. I would want to feel what they feel. So I would want to feel like if I'm with a male partner, I want to feel like I don't have a penis, so I don't know how it feels to a male. You know, I can oh. imagine. You want to say how I feel? I want to feel how it feels <laughs> to him. Like not feel. I just would like to know, like to the feel the sensation, yeah. feel you know. Whatever it is that they feel. I get you on that one. I get you on that Yeah. I understand. Because the feedback, I'm like, so what the fuck? Like, you just don't know what it feels like. Like, damn, I wish I know what the fuck. Right. I would like to know what it feels like. Okay. 
I still don't know, but I agree with you on that one. What yours be? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be thinking about stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. Had, you had weeks to think about this. You saw my. I album. know, but still, I did, but still, I be like, I don't know what. I don't know. I have superpowers. Plus, we spoke the same question with Kim. I have superpowers. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Okay, put it put it to you this way. But with the partners that you've had, what's the one thing you wish you knew about your relationship or relations that you didn't know at the time that you could have known or done differently to make it a superpower? Like, give them a harder orgasm, make them scream your name twice as loud, whatever right. it was right. That, that you wish would have been better that time. Because I got superpowers too. I mean, but... Right. right. We all have our, our go to I don't, I don't know. that we, we can do. I would, okay, put it this way. I wish that they, not mm. me, mm. I wish that they would have a superpower where, like, because I, I should say, I never, because I got told that I have. Like, this whole thing with squirting. I wish there was just something where they knew, like, bam, and make it happen. Oh, so you wish that. You could get somebody to make you squirt every time or whenever you wanted to. I mean, just like don't On take command. forever or don't gotta try to figure it out. Just like just know automatically mm. outside, like well, that one thing. That power to make them know that we work in moments. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Somebody like, told me, like somebody told me, they went back and listened. Like, uh, you did. I was like, uh. Okay, yeah. refresh my memory. You forgot about that time. No, I didn't know. Because to me, when you squirt, I'm thinking like a like a waterfall type shit. You know, You're like, thinking of like the porn star type squirt. Yeah. Everywhere. It like that. Oh, you know that porn stuff is all added, right? Like, they put... I mean, I, mean, I know. They put more like... like Next thing is kink of the week. And the kink of the week is phonophilia. Phonophilia is the sexual arousal from watching animals mate. Now let me, I have to tell y'all the backstory. Yeah, it's And uh, it was a show that I was watching, and it was like celebrity, I think it was called Celebrity Watch Party. And the celebrities were watching like various things on TV. And one of the things that they were watching was the Animal Planet. Well, of course, you watch an Animal Planet, you're gonna see some animals mating. So they, one of you know, one of the couples or whatever got like aroused from watching the animals mate. And so I was like, hmm, I, I wonder if that's a thing. Like, because I've seen Animal Planet before. I've seen animals mate in person and on TV. And I don't know if I felt some type of way, but I don't know. I think I might. I don't know. Depending on the animal. Nah. Just nah, I can't get down with the bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not with people. I'm not saying that I would feel some type of way like I want to fuck a dog. But I'm saying... Well, some people do. What, uh, right. Some people might. And that's their thing. But what I'm saying is, if you see these two animals having sex, it's just like watching porn with people. That doesn't mean you want to have sex with Jenna Jameson just because you're watching her fuck some dude, but you want to have sex, period. You know, it makes you feel horny. 
So just, it can translate. Just the idea of watching. Just the idea of watching two things have sex. Depends on how dry you've been, I guess. How dry your streak has been, I guess. I guess if, if maybe so. Watching two dogs fuck will get you horny. <laughs> 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 I mean, how long have you been since you got it down? I'm good on that. Mm-mm. Right. Well, it wasn't dogs that yeah. was watching. It was other animals, but still. Yeah. Okay. Or lions, kangaroos. It don't matter. Right. Yeah. Unless I ain't <laughs> had sex in a decade. Not a decade. <laughs> Unless I ain't had sex in a decade, that ain't going to do nothing for me. I, I'm good on that. Exactly. Right. No. So, that was the key for the week. <laughs> so, on to our topic of the evening of sexuality. And I guess I'll let Jazz and Kai, because I, I kind of saw the conversation started on our um, podcast Facebook page. So I, I'll let y'all start that conversation, because I don't really know how it came to be. Well, it was from the um, body count, and um, we were talking, and, and Mr. Kai, I, I want to know how you helping the people out here who doing it wrong. I was like, okay, like, so much um, people out here. I've had, I've had my fair share of bodies, and it's like, okay, <laughs> you know what? Let's do it this way. <laughs> you know, or, or like this, there's certain things that you know will work and don't work. Mm-hmm. And if you can make that person better at doing it for you, they're going to do it better for somebody else. Right. Yeah. When when that happened, how did they respond to it? Were they open to it or like, well, with the well, I, I wasn't like, person. it wasn't mm-hmm. like I, I like fucked them up and like stop. This is lesson time. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I would uh, I would then perform it on them okay. and then tell them to do the same thing to me. Yeah, and make it more like a uh, like a game. Yeah, or or. Learning without knowing you're learning. Right. Mm, okay. You don't have to talk about offer here. You think that would work because you had a same-sex partner? Do you think it would translate the same with an opposite-sex partner? Um, it depends on exactly what is being performed. If it's his stroke game, I don't know how you're going to demonstrate or teach him how to stroke better. Right. But if it's like a... a Congolingus or oral, you can definitely teach them right. without making them feel emasculated. Okay. Okay. That was that was what my question was going to be. Like, if there's somebody who are, who does not do in the way, but they close to that spot, then I'm like, okay, keep going. But I don't want to come off like rude, so I don't be knowing how. I guess I'll be okay. I don't know. We never have like a full conversation. But, or if, if like they're not good at it, then I just be like, just don't do it. Because I'd rather you not do it and it be fucked up and your stroke getting good. Like, your stroke good, but your head not on point. And right. Keep it sharp. It's true. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about because it's like, I've had people that are just like, there's no way you've been this bad at it. This long, you're my age. That's, that's how I feel. Unless this is like the first time you've ever done it, there's no way. Practice no makes way. perfect. 
And that's because people just stroke the ego and afraid to make somebody feel bad, so they just let them continue. I mean, <laughs> I can play. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've definitely but, had it where the, the people have been so bad that I just got up and got dressed and left. But oh damn! But wow. that's because they were they were too high or or they were too drunk or something else was. Factor, mm. you know, yeah, because you know, sometimes yeah. you go to a club or whatever and you hook up with somebody, you don't know what they've been on previous to you meeting them, right? You know, so you, you do your hookup or whatever, and uh, you're like, Oh wow, you're bad, bye. <laughs> See, I never had, I never, okay, believe it or not, I never had like a hookup like after a tour type stuff. So that's that's the one thing that that's almost almost exclusively I want to say almost exclusively gay because in a straight club you don't see that happen very often. So You'll see one like, at stand. Like after the club hookup. Yeah. Not like during the club hookup. Oh, like oh at the club. Like at the club in the parking lot. At, at oh the, yeah. At yeah, your yeah. apartment, whatever. Like yeah. Multiple times that night, whatever. It, mm-hmm. It's a different world than the in in our. In, the the homosexual scene mm-hmm. by far because you guys have apps like 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 uh, Tinder right. yeah we have apps yeah. that show where we are by the foot mm-hmm. by the foot how thirsty do you got to be to know how close somebody is to you yeah <laughs> wait a minute whoa okay what so like <laughs> there's there's so, apps that I tells can... you Who's in There's close a, okay. proximity to you? You know, okay, you know just, how like, just like, like you got Tinder, you could swipe through. Yeah. Who's yeah. there? So a grid of people in your area. Right, 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 right. But right. apps like like Grinder and Scruff, they'll tell you this person is forty feet away. Mm-hmm. So and it's mainly just for hooking up, not for talking about that. It's for hooking up. You can turn it on and off if you want to, whatever you want. But it's for hooking up. So that way, if you're in the area and you're looking at your your grid, and you see somebody that you want to have some fun with, you message them because you know how close they are. You ain't got to drive 45 miles away to get to go get it. Yeah, right. It's right there. Oh my god! I never knew that like that. Oh but my that's, god! But grinder, but grinder specifically for males, isn't it? Um, it's becoming more and more inclusive with. Different uh, genders and especially the transgenders are becoming more and more um, inclusive, included in the grid because they're becoming more bold, they're becoming more open, they're taking their chance. Right. And believe it or not, a lot of straight people, straight men, are on there anonymously. Right, right. Like right, the right. transgender people. And it's like, I wish that we would get rid, rid of all these titles, gay, straight, bi, transgender, because you're sexual or you're not sexual. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're strictly into women, strictly into men, or everything. Right. So what do you, for label purposes, what do you consider yourself, or what do you label yourself as? I've been out since 94, 93, 94, so I've always labeled myself as a gay man. And uh, 
to watch the scene evolve the way it has, there's no need for labels anymore. Right. I agree. I mean, I've been watching it for 30 years, and, and it's like, yeah, we definitely don't need these labels. And the the groups that are wanting to be notified now or noticed, transgender, the fluidity crowds. Um, I'm not fully aware or understanding of all all of their nuances yet because right. it's still relatively new as far as being put on blast for everybody to be aware of. Um, but I think it's, we're at a point now where, especially if you're on an app like that, you know what you're there for. You know what you're there for. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. And if you want to try something new, you know where, where you can find it. Yeah. So being that you came out so long ago, how was it? Like knowing you in school, like you was just like who you are and that was just it. You always been a cool person, but at that time, how was it coming out versus well now they don't care at all. Like ain't no hiding. It was rough. Nothing. It was rough. Um I had my fair share of fights. You know, I had my fair share of bullying people bullying me. Um in fact, one of my bullies came out mm. in his twenties. Yeah. I was like, really? Motherfucker. Mother <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly probably why they All the shit me. you put me through. Right. You know, he probably like, liked you and didn't know how to say right, it. That's probably what it was. Probably what it was. Being mean because wow. you liked me. But then you had like other bullies that would just be violent towards you. Mm. And then when you finally had enough and snap on their ass and fight back, you're the bad guy. Right. How, because you were young then, how did your parents take it? My mom was okay with it. My dad, on the other hand, my dad thought I wasn't a man. My dad thought I was just, my dad thought because I liked men, I was just, like, I wasn't a man. Mm. Like, I could still build a car better than you can. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't until I was about 17 when Matt got put to the ultimate test. He was drunk and he went to go uh, swing at my sister. And that was the wrong thing to do. Mm. That was just the wrong thing to do. And I was, I was angry. I was an angry teenager. I was tired of all the bullying I was going through. It was my senior year in high school, so I was just about out of the house. Actually, I was out of the house at that point. I moved out when I was 15. And when me and my dad had that fight, we didn't speak for another decade. Yeah. So I didn't speak, speak to him again until my mid-20s. So maybe 26, 27. you guys back together? We never did really reconnect, but I just said, I'm bridging this gap. I'm just gonna let it go. He he, he is who he is. Right. Yeah. You know? And if he can't accept me, he needs to tell me or stop trying to get into my life. Yeah. You know? And when I had my my partner, one of my partners, uh, 
finally decided to go over to, to my parents' house and try to be like a normal couple, doing normal things with in-laws, like barbecues or family gatherings. We didn't go to Christmas. We didn't go to Thanksgiving. We didn't do any of that with them for a the good five or six years of our relationship. So then I was like, you know, let's just try it. My mom invited me over. We, we had a decent dinner. My dad didn't say much, obviously, but it was, it was nice knowing that nothing major happened. There was no fighting. There was no arguing. We had dinner for the first time in over a decade. And unfortunately, as my dad got older, he got sicker, of course. And then it wasn't until he was really sick where he was ready to die that he finally told me that he loved me. Like, I legit, I love you. I'm obligated to my son, I love you. And it wasn't until then that he finally told me I was enough. You know, like, like he was proud of me. Because he never, all through high school, and most of my adult life, no matter what I did, I did them better. So, and then when he died, I, I never really had that um, that response that most people do. Mm-hmm. Like the breakdown and stuff like that. Yeah, it was more of a relief. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, I it's unfortunate I had that kind of relationship with my father, but at the same time, it made me more determined that when I was ready to have kids, or if I ever had kids, I was going to be the father that included my people, my, my kids, in everything. Right. I was going to talk to them. They were going to be not my friends, but close enough to As a parent, you can't be your kid's friend. Mm-mm. No, you can't. Well, you can't. Brian over there. I am. I'm my, my daughter says I'm her best friend. But we I don't have, know what kind of black we friend. We have a different... <laughs> We have a different because we're close. Like I was a teenager when I had her, so we kind of grew up. Well, and I was a single you, parent for a while, you know. You can be close, but like when I say be a friend, I'm like when it's time to discipline them. Right. They got to be able to 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 hear you. Yes. And now just say yeah, she just mad, whatever. No, you no, know? she knows. If she knows, I don't even. She's never been a bad kid, so I never had to like spank her. Or I could just give her a look, and she knows. Yeah. Um, I was lucky growing up because, you know, where we live, I was a block away from one of the roughest neighborhoods in our town. Yeah. I could have gone in any direction. I could have been a game banger. I could have been a drug dealer. I could have been in so much trouble. But I didn't. And for me, the way I was treated by, by him, by my father, I was like, damn. But you would prefer me to be a game banger? Because mm. he probably thought that would make you more masculine. You know, if, if you out there game banging or out there with the thugs or whatever. I mean, and it would have been so like, easy for you to go that route. He went and helped my cousins all the time that were, were robbing and, and shit like that. It's like, why? Why do you keep helping them? They're not helping themselves. Why do you keep helping them? But you won't help me. Like, okay, whatever. I just let it go. Yeah. But at least at the end, you guys were able to come together and reconcile before he passed. 
Yeah, I, I let him know everything about how I felt, and he let me know everything about how he felt. And we were able to come to an understanding. Right. He could go in peace and leave yeah. you at peace. Yeah. So, how, with, with the party you're with now, how long y'all been together? We've been together 19 years. Oh, wow. Are you guys married? Yes, we've only been married legally three years. Mm, okay. How yeah. was that? How how did you guys feel whenever you were able to finally legally get married? Were you excited about that? Well, we were legally able to get married back in 2015, but we just didn't do it. Because um, we, we wanted to wait for all 50 states, of course. Right. But then when it happened, when it happened, we were like, you know, we've been, been together so long. We are, we're already married. You know, that's how right. we can call each other. But to sign our names on a wedding certificate, to be able to file him on my insurance, mm -hmm. to be able to do things that normal married people get to do, was one of those feelings that most people don't don't get to have because they inherently get it. Right, it's, it's their right already. Right. You know? mm -hmm. It's like they don't have to worry about walking into a bar and holding hands with their partner. I can't walk into every bar on my partner's hand without either some strange look, some redneck trying to start some shit, or somebody trying to be slick. Yeah. Fucked up as it is. Yeah. And it's crazy because you would think by now, like when I see it, like, okay, it's just, it, it's, it's like so norm. But there's still people who are so hate, like they so hate it. And it's like, hateful. my goodness. Yeah. There's, like, there's some hateful people out here. Like, what about me loving somebody else bothers you? Right. Exactly. Especially, like, I don't know you. You walking in having a good, trying to have a good time, like I am too. You're not bothering right. me. And half the time, if we in there for a minute, we all kind of click. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't. I and never understood that. I never understood. And then no another thing that, that really gets catches people's eyes is that my partner is older than me, and they look at me like, "What are you doing?" And they look at him like, "Did you cradle Rob?" It's like, no, we were both adults. <laughs> you got a sugar you know? daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he he is older than me. Um, okay. Wrong uh, wedding. Did I show you our wedding picture? No. Can you send me one, please? On my Facebook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll have to go and see. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. My thing is whatever makes you happy. That's just it. I don't care. Exactly. And that's, that's all it is. Whatever makes anybody happy is there to be happy about. Stop trying to steal somebody else's Sunday. Right. The thing is, there's problems all around. Whether you homosexual or heterosexual. Yeah. We're not gonna have issues either way I go. Yeah, As a, a couple is a couple. We're gonna you're gonna argue about money, you're gonna argue argue about your kids, you know, you know, where to eat. We right. had that same fight every day. What do you wanna eat? I don't know, where do you wanna eat? Oh every my day. lord, yes. <laughs> me, and my husband, day. me and my husband have the same argument. I don't know, whatever you want. I don't know. Then when I make a choice, he don't like I the swear choice. I'm opening a restaurant called I don't know. <laughs> Oh, with everything on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all had to eat. Catering and other restaurants. 
<laughs> y'all be having these back and forth with y'all mates. I got to deal with three kids. What y'all want to eat? Well, mommy, I want this. Well, mommy, I want this. Listen, I'm not going to all these damn places. <laughs> but, <Wilbur>. right. <laughs> it's going to turn yeah. out to nothing if you keep you keep at it. Y'all keep it sad. Um, it's going to be what we got at home. So, you spoke about kids. Where would that fit into your lifestyle right now? Right now, um, right now it would be a challenge. But 10 years ago, it would have been perfect timing. Hmm. Okay. So what, what, changed? what changed was uh, basically financial status, um, uh, mentality. You got to be ready for kids. Like, so get you can't get them back. Right. Like like sometimes I feel not sad, but like like wow, that must have been difficult for some of my friends that were pregnant in high school. Yeah. To give up their youth. Mm-hmm. You know. Um because they gave up everything for that one night that they forgot to wear a con or decided not to. Because either they forgot or decided. I don't know. Right. I'm not judging. But to also be a single parent, because uh, a lot of those, a lot of those girls, the guys have left. Like, catch me in court. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I, I, if I was them, I, I, I would have caught you in court with an assault charge. Not a rainy ass Gotta be easy. Trust me. Gotta be easy. Mm. You gotta be easy. And, and then what what kills me now is that like the parent, the fathers that do try to pay that can't pay, they throw them in jail. Yep. What good is that gonna do? What good right. is that gonna do? Because the money is just then you gotta pay all that legal fees. Yeah. The money just adding up while they sitting up in jail. Hey. Right, it's keeping them in the system. What I'm saying lately is when that happened, like and I'm I'm shocked but I've seen a lot and heard a lot of the mothers actually say, take them off. Because ain't nothing you can do with them. Right, right. And when they get out, if they have a license, all you're going to do is take it. So then now you can't work and try to do right. And it's going to keep going back and forth. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you can't pay, have him pay in other ways. Right. Yeah. Make him keep the kids for the weekend every other weekend instead of letting him get away with just paying child support. Right. You know? Make him be a father. We're going to talk about this off there because... Yeah, that's a different show. Yeah, that's, yeah, this is a whole different show because I got a lot of comments that I'm holding back right now. I'm trying not to yeah. unwind with it. <laughs> yeah. When I tell you, I'm trying not to build up because that what you just said, that happens in a few days and I need to be as sane as possible. Lord, that's a whole nother yes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, like what you said, I'm, I, I'm glad it didn't happen to me at that age when I was younger. And like you said, and they left. Man, happened, you know, a little bit later. I was 21 when I had my first kid, or yeah, 20, 22. I got married at 21, something like that. Um, so everything was fine until like two years ago. So now I'm going through exactly what you're saying. Um, but 
it get hard, but the age I am now and the stuff that I've gone through, it makes it a little less stressful in a sense because I'm older, I'm more mature. I know what I gotta do. I know I have to take care of them. But I couldn't imagine being a friend. Like, I, I know you were a teenager. So I couldn't imagine being that. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I don't know how the hell you did it. But, or the girls that we know, because a lot of girls that we knew, they did it in high school. They feel like come back, graduate. Like, all this, I take care of kids. And I mean, it paid off in the long run because they got older and their kids are already older versus us who started late and our kids smaller. I get it. Right. But I can imagine being 15, 16, 17. I've got this baby at home, but I got to try to do homework and I still got to go to school. Like, that, I was it. so into yeah, I, 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 I already graduated high school. I, I couldn't imagine being in high school with my daughter or with any for the baby. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. And that was that was common here. It was hard for me. I lucked out. My kids were grown when I got married. <laughs> <laughs> how I, how was that? They were in college when when uh, our relationship began to take off. So college was expensive. Law school is expensive. Um, but yeah, we. Because when he divorced, he didn't fight. He just gave whatever she wanted to set up kind of thing. Right. And he, he regrets it now, or later, he regretted it. Because it's like, you gave up everything you worked for, too, just to try to get out of it. Just to please like, her. Right. Like, and you regret it because you gave up your memories. You gave up all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, how, were there, how were the kids accepting to you? That's been an up and down rocky road, let me tell you. At first, it was uh, kind of standoffish. They didn't want much to do with me. But then they yeah. warmed up. They realized that I'm not some gold digging 20 year old, that this was real. His siblings, on the other hand, boy, they talked shit years. His siblings? Yes. What about his ex? His ex is okay. Now. So did they... So he he has kids. When did the change happen? Or has it always been this way? He's always been this way, but unable to reconcile it with himself and come out. Um to feel comfortable enough to accept it and be public with it. Um, he, like, in, before me, he's had with relations, but not a relationship with a man. Gotcha. Okay. So, and for him to make that step, it was huge. Like, it was huge for him. Like, it changed his world. And what happened with us wasn't intentional, but it was meant to be. And you can't change that. You don't. Right. How do you, you know? So. Oh, I got a fairy tale story. Oh. I don't know about a fairy tale, but it's a story. It's, but it, it seemed like, like you said, it seemed like it was it was meant to happen, but it happened with you. Yeah. Yep. So, 
if it didn't happen before with the stuff that he was doing and anything, it, it you know, it turned out to be I mean y'all I'm pretty sure y'all had y'all rough times with all of it. But it seemed like once y'all got it right or he was comfortable, like it just seemed like it worked out. Right. It was something about you There's that made him feel more Let me tell you how we met. Let me tell you how we met at work. He was my boss. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> well not, not not my direct boss, but a supervisor. Right. He right, was first right. shift. I was second shift. So he was the first shift supervisor, and I told him a joke, and he didn't get it. It was a gay reference joke, and he didn't understand it. So I explained it to him, and then I was like, you know, what? I'll explain it to you over coffee. Let's go have coffee, and that's how we started. Look at you. It wasn't supposed to be any more than coffee. It was not supposed to be any more than coffee. So did you know he was into guys? I did. I don't know if you know what gaydar is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But my gaydar is was on point. <laughs> he walked into my my to my room to where I worked, and I was like, "There is sugar in that thing." <laughs> <laughs> and I knew right there. I was. I was. That's why I made the joke to him because I knew right. it was sugar in that thing. I thought he would get the joke. I didn't know that the sugar was still steel, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's how it started. I mean, it was not supposed to be any more than coffee and and explaining a joke and having a conversation. I don't regret it though. Develop a friendship after that, and then it grew to a relationship. Um, the relationship kind of grew right away. Oh, because like, like um, I don't want to put his his business out there, but yeah, his. his straight life was ending. Mm, okay. It was just timing. It was just right. timing. Right. I just had, I guess what was going on between us was right time, right place. Right. And for that to happen, it just was the right time, right place. Because the relationship I was having with my ex that, that was before him mm-hmm. happened at the same time. Mm. So it's like we both had that opportunity. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing all. Well, while we're speaking about jobs, um, do you think you had any jobs that you might have lost or had affected because of your sexuality? Um, I've had it for my sexuality and my race. Really? Yeah. And both happened down here in Florida. Did they tell you specifically, like, no, we can't hire you because you're gay or, you know, no, whatever? No, they, they won't do that. They're not that right, bold. Right, right, right. Right, because you can sue. Yeah, I know. They're not supposed to discriminate. I was, I was working for a, uh, let's say, a big box retailer in their tire department. And I was the most skilled person there. I applied for this job, which was a management position. And the new hire who had not even finished training yet, applied for it as well, with no skill. Like, he couldn't even change a tire yet. But you want to be my manager? Right. And they gave him the position. Mm. And he was white, of course. No teeth in the front. Like a drug addict, like a, like a meth addict. This Ford is full of them. But yet, you got me, who's missile certified. You got years of experience working on, on cars and bikes. And you give that manager position to somebody else. 
and have got managerial experience from working in, in, in Illinois. Mm -hmm. I said, so okay. Excuse. I didn't give them a chance. I said, you know, this is some bull. I was like, because not, not only me, the technician that worked with me was also a young black man, and he applied for it as well. He had more time at this position than I did, but I had more experience. Mm. And they passed both of us over to give it to this new hire with no experience. Mm. Okay. So I walked up, I handed my keys, I said, you find somebody else for this job, I'm out. They they're like, why? I was like, you know damn well why. I applied for that position. He applied for that position. Did you give it to that crackhead down there? Yeah, I, did, I didn't give him time to. Nope. Oh, bye. Okay. Man. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Florida is definitely a culture shock. Like, they are bold with their racism but also hide it. And to me, like they all got your brother flags and Trump's fine times in the yard down here, all of them. I believe that. I hate it. To me, they but then they want to be open to sexuality, though. They might, I know they, a lot of them are Trump supporters, but to me, they would be in, open. Oh, it, these rednecks, they kill me. Okay, I worked, I worked at a gay bar down here. When I first moved down here, I brought some down the street was a redneck country bar. Those are the guys that would come and, and start shit at the gay bars. Want to start fighting. But those are the same guys that will wait wait until our bar closes and try to troll for head. Mm -hmm. Oh, you and you want someone to suck your dick, but you don't want to be caught seeing, seeing that happen. Right. Get the hell out of here. It's like, get me a big redneck truck with your rebel flag and go somewhere. Yeah, it is called suicide time. And nobody from Florida is from Florida. It's, like weird. it's weird down here. Mm -hmm. I, I ain't met that. but like a handful of native people. Mm -hmm. Man, it's weird. A lot of people from nobody, New York moved to Florida. Yeah, like New York, New York, um, Philly, Chicago, yeah. Chicago, Michigan, um, Kenosha. I've met a few people from Kenosha. Really? How do they get down there? Same way I got down here. We drove. We got tired of right. the snow. <laughs> they try you to get know. away from the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Every time. I'm still here. Yeah. That one that one winner of ninety five, I was like, yeah, never again. That show sure <laughs> Yeah, it was. And then I remember in O was it O three or O four. I got snowed in at work for forty eight hours. Oh. I was like, this is not happening again. And they made y'all work work for 48 hours? It was a mental health facility. We could not leave them alone. Oh. Nobody could get in. Nobody could get out. Oh we had to stay. You know? Yeah. See, everyone's had to write people up for sleeping. It's like, we've been here for 36, 40 hours, and you're going to try oh, to sleep. Yeah. I'm asleep. Hey, you know right. what's crazy? I, can't, I think I probably know who you, where you're talking about. Uh, who you do? Off of Dugdale? Yeah, I showed it. <laughs> Still crazy shit. Still doing bullshit. Yeah. And, and it ain't, it wasn't uh, snow this time. 
I want to tell that story of, of what happened to me there so bad, but no. No. You can tell us off here. Offline. Because that place I mean, it, it was bull. It was straight bull what happened, but I'll tell you offline. <laughs> All right, Fred, what you got? Because we, I mean, our time in the span, I just don't want to keep up Mr. Cash. Okay, know, well, I have, I know I have like two do. more questions for Kai. Do you have any advice for those who um, may be struggling with their sexuality or trying to, you know, get into the dating world? To those people, I would just say you'd be surprised by how accepting people actually are. Um, don't throw it in their face so much, but don't hide it from them. Like, I've never hidden my sexuality from anybody. And most people, when they find out I'm gay, question it. Like, really? That, that guy's gay? It's like, yeah, we come in all shapes and sizes. We do all kinds of, you know, not all of us are wearing fucking Tinkerbell and twirling in circles with glitter. You know? Right. Because that's the idea that they get from TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's been like maybe three gay characters in my entire life that acted like men instead of the stereotypical flamboyant. Yeah. 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 Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when that comes out of me, but yeah. I'm in a group of, you know. Right, right. There's a time and a place for it. For you, you know. But you know, I mean, what's crazy is like, even then, I still won't look at you any different. Maybe because I know you, but I still won't look at you no different. Right. You wouldn't, but you'd be surprised how many people do. Right. Yeah. Like, especially out here, like, at my old shop, before I had to close it, um, I had a customer that was faithful. Faithful. Came to me every two weeks for for his needs, for his tire changes, oil changes, um, maintenance, cleaning, detailing his bike. Every two weeks he was there until he found out I was gay. Mm. How did she find out? He found out from another customer. Mm. That, have, that doesn't have anything to do with the damn bike. Like I'm still right, the exactly, same person exactly. that's changing your oil. But, still the same person. He was so homophobic that, that he thought that me. Working on his stuff was going to to indicate to other people that he might be. Right. After you don't like, work dude, on the deadline. Right. Say, dude, it's not, not contagious. Right. And that doesn't mean I want you. Gay don't rub off. Yeah. Because that's another thing. I was like, but asshole does. That's all I was like, but asshole does. So you. Let me stop there. <laughs> No, but I feel you because that's because what I was gonna say was that straight people think that you know because you're gay that you just automatically want you know every man or every right, right. that that you come across just because I'm gay don't mean I want your ass you know right kind of friend I want my ass I I, <laughs> I don't. Um. She make it clear every episode since I told her that I'm not interested in her. Bitch, she told me that. I mean, I ain't with it, but bitch, I wasn't trying to be either. But she straight told me, you know my type. Bitch, I ain't trying to be. Fuck you, though. I'm glad to know that, but I wasn't trying to fuck you either. <laughs> oh, man. 
but be telling my business on air. Bitch, don't be telling folks stuff. <laughs> but I I can see like of course being a straight person. I don't know why people would think that because like I said, it's the same way. Like some guys, I'm like, nah, pimp, you looking like nah, and they think that I'm big, I'm desperate. I'm not desperate. Yep. My weight ain't got nothing to do with it. I ain't desperate. Trust me. So I I, I get what y'all saying because why would they? I don't get why people just assume you like girls or you like all girls or you like all guys. Right. No. Or or that or whatever they they were taught about homosexuals being the sins and it's like you better make up your own motherfucking mind. Right. Thank you. Because you trying to live a life that somebody else wants you to live and you all fucked up because you can't be yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because of whatever you follow or were taught growing up and stuck in your head and messed you up. Yeah, like, but, some but that's what you like. You ever seen the episode of um, uh, what was that vampire show? True Blood? When Lafayette went the fuck off? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Google it after I'm done or YouTube it. <laughs> he slams this plate down in front of this redneck and says, we've been uh, making your beer and pampering your kids far long before I was here. And, and it is the perfect thing to show a straight person that is scared or homophobic about how gay people have been in their life. We've been here. We've been raising your kids. We've been building your buildings. We've been painting your churches. We've, we've been here. In fact, it was normal before it wasn't normal. Yeah. Look at the Roman. That's crazy. And I, can, I don't know, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm over here all emotional. Like, oh my god, I didn't. Know, I mean, of course, I didn't notice stuff about you. We never talked about your personal stuff, but like to go through the stuff that you went through because that, like, every we know it happened. You see it on TV, you hear about it, but that actually know somebody who went through like all the bullying and all that stuff. That's just crazy to me, but I know it happened. I mean, I've there's there's people at our school that had it worse than I did um, because of their flamboyancy, but. There are also people out there that have had it the absolute worst. Matthew Shepard. That was when we were in school. That could have been me. Being tied to a stake in the middle of a cornfield and raped with poles and burned alive. All kinds of shit. Evil shit. And to know that humans are doing that to other people just for who they are. It's disgusting. Just like all this racism stuff that's happening now. Disgusting. You're mad at me or anybody else just because of the shade of this skin. How ignorant do you have to be for that? Yeah, and they quitting. They is leaving their positions because of that shit. Like, that really tells the kind of person, are you quitting your damn job, your career job, because they're telling you you can't do that shit. Exactly. The world we live in is just more ridiculous than where it was before. Mm-hmm. Worse yeah, I was hoping by now we'd be doing flying cars and futuristic shit, but no. Thank you. No, we got this 1950s. <laughs> we we going backwards instead of forwards. Did you see that text the other day that where he said, y'all better be careful before y'all end up back where y'all began? Like, really? Y'all, you talking mm-hmm. like I'm a god shit? 
Y'all yeah, took us. Right. Y'all brought us here. Yeah, mm, I see that. that. I <laughs> Let's put it back there. That'll start a civil war. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, better, he needs to watch it. He needs to watch it. He is, just, he is, he is giving these people ammo and fueling their fire mm-hmm. and pissing us off. It's these like people got all the guns and ammo that, that they want, but shit. So do we. <laughs> yeah. What they say, we, they, they, they not at the point where they to fear us yet. Because when it gets to that point, it's going to be something different. We are okay at the moment. It's going to be too late. Yep. If it gets to that point, it's going to be too fucking late. And no There's stopping no it. Nope. The military ain't going to get involved. It's going to be too late. Speaking of military, they sending some emergency ones down to Georgia. I guess for the COVID? Really? I haven't heard about that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I heard that earlier today. I'm gonna have to look that. That's what I heard after the um, Will Smith stuff. Um, it yeah. was like next one This COVID thing is—it's really confusing because it's like the numbers that they're showing us are not what I'm seeing. Nope. It's like in my area alone, they're trying to say that 75,000 people have been sick. Our our hospitals don't hold that many people. <laughs> Our hospitals do not hold that many people, and the yeah. hospitals are empty. Because really? I was scared. I had a trip planned for Florida next week, but I canceled it because it scared the shit out of me. Once I started seeing yeah. those numbers, yeah, and the numbers are inflated. Like we had a uh, our city lady here quit because they wanted her to inflate the numbers or alter the numbers, and she wasn't. She had her integrity intact, so they they tried to fire her. She quit. Um, she's like, I'm not offering these numbers. Wow. And how shitty of a job or how shitty of, of a job are they doing to scare people right. or convince people that this is worse than what it is? What are they hiding from us? What aren't they telling us? It's something. Is, that's is, what they say. Every time. Is this going to be St. Louis 1959 again? And then the places where it is bad, he wants them to stop testing completely, like so the numbers could go down. But yeah, his ass is getting tested twice a day. And twice not wearing, a day. Not wearing a mask, never. I've never seen him with a damn mask on, never. Nope. <laughs> but I don't even. I don't even. That man is That just pissed me off. Oh, that man is disgusting. But anyway, back to our topic at hand. Sorry, y'all. But <laughs> we got real political real quick. <laughs> I didn't mean to make it political, but shit, that motherfucker is pissing me off. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that ain't that you. You can't. You it was cannot more health related. Right. It was health related. <laughs> uh, I already asked. You, let's see, what did I ask before? Oh, I asked you about the sexuality people struggling. Um, what are your hopes for the future? of the LGBT community? What do you want to see happen? I want to see us stop hating each other. You know, ever since I can remember, it's been gays versus dykes. Mm. Or... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. There's division. Gay. What? There's division within division. 
Mm-hmm. So is most of it. Huh? Oh, okay. Y'all already got the issues y'all got. Then and then they hate are. each other for it. And then they, they suck their own shit. Right. Yes. Because I feel like the, the trans community is like out they're of on the spotlight whole, right now. They're on the spotlight right now, but they're also like the least like the lesser of yeah the least representative because nobody no it seems like nobody cares about them the, the things that happen to them i suggest to the people that that, that want to know more about transgender watch the show pose oh i love the show i told you jazz i told you watch pose i, pose got that. I just it's started on watching netflix. TV. it's on okay. netflix I have to make my rounds. Don't buy my. I wrote yeah. it down. I love, I love Pose it. gives Pose blends the queer life with the transgender life and the eighties AIDS epidemic mm-hmm. flawless. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you are living it, and it gives you that emotion of what the gay community went through. And there is not another show that has been on or will be on that's quite like. There was queer folk, but that was more about sex. That was more about partying and, and about relationships than what, um, what this show is on. Yeah. Pose is very targeted. They're focusing on the transgenders. They're focusing on the AIDS epidemic. And I can't wait to see what season three does. Yeah, it touches on everything. Homelessness, AIDS. Yes. Mm-hmm. Coming out. Um, survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have to um, let that. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch that when we finish. So I need to watch them before that. my kids come yeah. out. So I'm gonna <laughs> watch that when we done. It, you can you can watch it with your kids. I mean, it's not yeah. a real it's not sexual. Vulgar. Yeah, it's not vulgar. vulgar. It's not. It's not. It's not that. It's like if it's something because I don't really get to watch. I don't. I'm starting to watch TV, but when I'm recommended to watch something i try to do it when they're not here so i can i don't have to stop they talk, you know what i mean yeah i want to yeah. be into what i'm watching so i, I wrote that down because i want to know more about it i thought i knew some shit apparently i don't it's really good it's one of my favorite shows i watched yeah, the whole so, season and in the characters in it all the actors and characters in it are in the gay community whether oh, they're oh. as being gay um they are all part of our community mm-hmm. So, a lot of the transgenders that are, are in the show are actually transgender people. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Well, and uh, the one, one, you didn't watch Candy? Candy interviewed um, the one who plays Lulu from Pose. You didn't see Candy's interview she sent us? <laughs> no. I appreciate how, act, how active everybody is on Facebook. That is really fun and it's funny and I'm glad they're in the act. I'm glad that everybody there enjoyed themselves because we enjoy doing it. That's why y'all see me post a lot of shit the most or I go laugh. Yes. One day we're going to go together. got to get interactive with us because y'all quiet. Get out of stamps. But um, anyway, like always, this has been the root of all six as we continue to come together. Bitch, we finally got that shit right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all have a good day. Good night. Good morning.
Bye. Bye-bye.